What's up, everybody? It is another Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, and this is another version of The Process, which is my book about to come out, which is crazy. Um, The process of what we're going through. And we have had two really great conversations for business owners, entrepreneurs, the process of raising money and capital and kind of the roller coaster ride. But for me, a huge piece of my process and something that radically changed my life were personality tests. Personality tests are the shit. I remember my very first one and it was my spirit animal. And it was opening up, reading about the spirit animal to hummingbird, reading the definition of hummingbird and being like, holy shit, somebody gets me. So I'm a big believer in figuring out certain things like whether it's an animal you relate to or 16personalities.com. All of these are usually free. The Enneagram, I have done multiple podcasts and rants about how much I love it, but Enneagram is the one through nine. Um, You can start to learn more about your number, where you go when you're healthy, where you go when you're not so healthy. I did want to tell you guys this since you guys have listened to me about the Enneagram and go listen to my Enneagram podcast if you have no idea what I'm talking about because it's so good, uh, is I always have been a seven. But recently I retook the test. I actually paid for the test and retook it and I tied seven and eight. So I, and I feel that shift, that shift has definitely happened. (laughs) Slightly more aggressive and a little bit ready to go to war, but in a good way. So um, I thought that was fun, that there are some things that change in a little bit of who we are and how we are in the world. And it just is great. So today is my, I've been looking forward to this forever. I am so excited. I can't even talk. I did realize after I did it, I've totally forgot her spirit animal. I usually ask people what their spirit animal is. Um, But she's a teacher and Amy Alchurch is an expert in human design. So before you hit play, and if you want to listen, that's okay. But the first thing that you do when you get to your computer or get to your phone is you need to go to www.mybodygraph.com. And it's kind of a weird, if you go to mybodygraph.com, I'll just talk you through it in case you're confused. It says, know yourself, human design, sign up and start learning. Uh, So you hit sign up and you'll put in your information. It's all free. You put in your name, your birth country, city, date of birth, month of birth, um, hour of birth. So you need to know the exact, exact time. And then you hit create account and you'll get an email and your chart looks bizarre. Like it's very hard to interpret, which is what this whole podcast with Amy is about. And there's these types and it's only five types. And so it's like, when you look at this chart, you're going to be like, oh my God, this is a lot. (laughs) But everything she says about who I am and what I am resonates so strongly and just, you're going to learn, are you a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, or a reflector? And we get really into mostly the generator and the the projector, but we get into a little bit of all of it and it's just a big rabbit hole and I'm so excited. You're going to love it. I cannot wait for you to listen to this, but I promise you it's way more fun if you join us, mybodygraph.com. It's free. And then listen in and follow along as we kind of talk through the chart together. Uh, Before I hit stop and get 
Amy back on the podcast. I just want to say there has been so much going on in the best way. And as a generator, which we'll talk about in this podcast, I think just if you're with me and feeling like you're in a whirlwind of stuff and it's already September and it's already fall, um, there's so much going on. Just take a huge breath and know that you are doing a really good job. Be less harsh on yourself because that's what I needed needed to tell myself today. So uh, I hope you guys all remember that and know that and happy Friday. I mean, it's our one year anniversary at Platform Shrink tomorrow, which is nuts. <laughs> and I'm going to Japan next week. So I have one more podcast and then I'm going to take a week off and then the book is going to be live and it's just it's been a month and I can't wait. And I'm so glad you guys are with me along for this ride because uh, it's just been really fun. I've had so much fun this year, but that's because I'm tapping into this, uh, the hippie stuff, a little less meathead, a little more hippie in the right ways, um, in the balanced ways. And lastly, I'm super stoked because I did for sure launch my cooking show. So be sure you tell me what you think of it. It's on IGTV every Monday. Okay, here we go. Here's Amy. Hi, Amy Alchurch. I am so excited to dig through this amazing new personality test that I have completely gone down the rabbit hole and you're about to help me dig down a little bit more. <laughs> amazing. Emily, I'm so excited to be going into your chart and really be explaining everything about your human design. Uh, and human design. I mean, I just didn't even realize what it was. It was like, I thought at first, I think maybe some chiropractic offices or it feels like a physical thing. And so it kept getting dropped in. And then there was our dear friend, Dr. Rachel, who was trying to guess what I was. And I was like, okay, if you can guess what people are, that's something I know that I can dig into. So um, we are basically, I had everyone that's going to listen to this podcast in the intro, go to mybodygraph.com. And this thing is so confusing. So <laughs> um, let's just start with like, what are we looking at? I know we see some numbers on the left, numbers on the right. There's all these, I think nine, right? Or maybe there's more than nine shapes. Uh, yeah, there's nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you could explain human design, maybe an overview before we dig into the chart that everyone's looking at. What would you what would you say? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so it is super confusing. So let me guide you guys through this. So basically human design is literally your energetic DNA blueprint. So we're all born with energy systems in our body that we're meant to be working out of to create the most ease, flow, magnetism, and really just to make sense with the way that you're working and operating in this world. So with our conditioning and the way that we are raised, growing up, authorities, etc., we really step out of what our natural blueprint is, how we're really truly understanding our own operation system in our body. So human design brings you back to your most authentic self, the way that you're meant to be working. And when you learn the energy types, when you learn about the centers that you're talking about and how all of that encompasses who you are, it all makes sense. And you're able to operate in the way that, that feels really good and right for you. And again, just creates that ease and flow that everyone is desiring in their world. And like, we're meant to be operating and living in a way that is easy for us and ease filled and fun and playful and not hitting all the resistance that so many of us are hitting or that hustle. So basically human design brings you back to the way that you're meant to be operating. 
your own human kind of blueprint, but this is what's so great about it. That was a great description. Thank you. Cause it makes sense. And I think it's, it's fairly foreign, which is why I'm so glad I'm bringing this to life. It's fairly foreign. I feel like for people to understand that it isn't just nature, nurture, outside forces, like personality types, you know, we kind of think of patterns and ways of being, but this is truly like how we get our power and how we uh, take on too much from other people and where that is held. Because I think some people know we're empaths or highly sensitive people. Some people know um, that they have a hard time kind of feeling grounded and rooted. And, you know, it's just so interesting. It's just a very cool way to get into the energetic world, which I think is very woo-woo and definitely the hippie of the Miet hippie. Um, but it's so important because physically we will cap out. We will have a limit. And when you're when you're talking to your clients about really getting into this world and utilizing it, how do you first intro if someone's brand new to kind of experiencing energy work or chakras or, you know, how do you first get people to start understand that there's more inside happening energetically than we realize? Yeah, totally. I love that. And I love everything that you just touched on there because it is our unconscious self and our conscious self. So we have parts of us that were designed before we even, we, before we even took our first breath. So literally imprinted in us. And then we have the other parts of us that are our personality aspects that come into play. So when you're saying that somebody resonates with being an empath, when you find out what your design is and what the centers are, it's like, that makes sense. That's why you have an open center there, or you're really tapped into your emotions. Um, so basically when somebody is working with me, how we start to uncover your human design is to work through your energy type first. So there's three foundational pieces that you really need to, um, start to integrate and embody into your life in order for, for you to align with your human design. So your energy types, so the generator, the manifester, the manifesting generator, projector, and reflector understanding how your energy works. So how your aura operates in this world. And there's very specific ways that you're going to be operating in the world. And for a projector, it's very different than a generator, right? So it's less energy. We have more undefined centers. Um, and then from there, we start to go into what your actual defined and undefined centers are in your graph. So when you're looking at it, those shapes at, with the colors or white, that's what we go into next. So that's where Energy is either held in your body, which is continuously circulating, which is essentially your power. We want to tap into it. Or if it's undefined and it's white, you're absorbing energy from other people. Um, you do create a lot of inspiration and a lot of wisdom and a lot of intuition from those undefined centers, but we don't want to be working out of it because that's where continuously anyways, because that's where we're absorbing from other people and you could step into the hustle and get burnt out and feel exhausted. And those are the things we don't want. <laughs> yeah. Which is so easily happens. So, okay. We have these five types. Um, I believe so generator and, um, manifesting generator. Those are the two that are probably the most common, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. It's about 70% of the population together. Uh, okay. And I think that's what I am, correct? Yeah. You're a generator. <laughs> <laughs> you got the energy. <laughs> I do. Okay. So let's start with that one. If someone is looking at their chart, um, you said that if it was white, these there's nine shapes, right? So the nine source, they, they're very similar to chakras. And we talked mm -hmm. about this briefly before 
we hit record. They're very similar to chakras in the sense that they represent certain areas. Um, but just in case someone's new to chakras, do you mind kind of talking through from top to bottom what those shapes represent? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our typical chakra system that a lot of people are familiar with in, in Compass 7, and we have nine, and they're in different parts of the body. So basically what these centers are is they tap you into your power and your energy that's stored there. So at the very top, of your head is your head center. So from the head center, it takes in inspiration. Um, there's always a high frequency and a low frequency of utilizing these centers too. So in your high frequency, you're taking in inspiration. You have um, a, a, the ability to be creating your own inspiration. But on the low frequency, you have a lot of like mental pressure, doubt, confusion, and questioning yourself, like overthinking in, the, in your head, in your mind. Um, and then below that, we have your Ajna center. So this is basically what I like to call like the book smarts centers. So if you have this defined, you're going to like love information and learning and you have like a really defined, like really defined opinions about things, thoughts, answers, insights. Um, and if it's open, you're going to like doubt your knowledge. You're going to feel like you need to prove things to people. Um, maybe you're pretending to know something that you really don't. Um, so you're going to feel like almost less than in the center. But what's beautiful when they're open is that we can absorb from other people and take in that and kind of piece it together in your own way. Um, not necessarily like the defined way of like, you're super smart with nutrition or you're super smart with, you know, health. It's just kind of like, oh, I have a little piece of this and a little piece of that and a little piece of that. And I kind of mix it into my own way. I love that. And it's also cool to know that it really is kind of a, a representation of you are who you are around, right? Like exactly. Yeah. So important for us to know everything is about the people we surround ourselves with. So as much as we can create boundaries, we have to understand there's only so many boundaries that can prevent us from, you know, replicating or being or symbolizing the people that we are around. Exactly. And when we understand and know your design and all of these centers and you really get it, it's you feel really powerful in, in your strengths, right? In like what you're able, what you're here to do on this earth and how you're, how you're meant to be operating rather than looking at somebody else. Like for example, you guys, Emma has everything defined in her. So she's holding a lot of power. So somebody else that's more open might be like, oh my goodness, like how could I ever live up to her? Like, you know, how is she doing all of the things? And rather than feeling less than, it's just, that's her design. That's what she's meant to be doing in this world. And somebody else is meant to be, you know, absorbing that wisdom from her and taking some of that inspiration or taking some of her energy and utilizing it in a different way. Hmm. And that's what I love to do is to help people take, <laughs> take my energy and go with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So next below that is your throat center. So when your throat center is defined, um, you have a really specific way of speaking. You're very powerful in the way that you speak and, um, you, your communication is very clear. Um, when it's undefined, you may feel like you're afraid to speak, you're shy to speak. Um, or on the other hand, you may feel like you need to be heard. Um, you're afraid that your voice won't be heard. So you over talk like a chatty Kathy. <laughs> um, and an important thing to mention too, is that every single center, whether you're defined or undefined is still open to conditioning. So even if you have the center defined or any of them, and it's your power, you still may have been disempowered somewhere in your life that is creating like a deactivation of it. 
oh, totally. I just experienced that. I used to be petrified of public speaking. And so it wasn't like, you know, this is defined or filled in. Therefore, public, public speaking or communicating is easy. It was the hardest thing for me. I mean, that was my biggest fear. I couldn't talk in front of people over 10. And I just had this amazing experience talking to my first crowd of 3000 last week. So it was just like, oh my God, I can do this. Like I can create, I can recondition myself to do this because I see that I am capable of it. And it takes that like acknowledgement of, I see I'm capable of it to get there, but it was, uh, that was a long oh my ten, goodness. 10 year I, journey. <laughs> I love that. And how good did it feel though, when you were speaking? Oh my God, Amy, it was literally like, I said this, I mean, it just happened. So it was kind of this moment where I was like, okay, I chose this. I put myself in this situation. I'm either going to walk off and never want to do it again, or I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And I I was like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so it was really, it was really full circle and just like such a win that I really needed. So oh it was goodness, awesome. I love it. I love it. It's amazing. And there, you guys, that means that there was some conditioning in Emily's life where she was like disempowered through her voice. And yes. the fact that now you trust and know that you can activate it and use it in a really powerful and beautiful and clear way. Amazing. So good. Um, and then below the throat is your G center. So this is your sense of identity. So basically like who you are in the direction of your life. Um, also love, like being able to give love people that have this defined, they know who they are. They know where they're going. Like basically like, yes, like I'm on my path here I go. Um, and can give a lot of love to other people. If this is undefined, it's really like almost like that chameleon like energy where you're like, I fit in with a lot of different people and I don't know who I am. And I, you know, I don't have a clear direction and path in my life. And again, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that there's no right and wrong. And then beside that, we have your heart center. So if this is defined, you have a lot of willpower, you have a lot of um, competitiveness in you, you want to be doing, you want to be, you know, setting goals and like crushing them. And you can, you totally can. Um, Just being careful that the ego part of this doesn't come in where you want to be competitive with somebody else. It's more so being competitive with yourself and having the willpower to do something because you desire to do it, not because you're like, oh, you know know, they're really up in my game. Like, let's yes. go. <laughs> or it's all about having something to prove, right? Like that when we catch ourselves feeling like we have a chip on our shoulder or, and this is the work I had to go through. Like when I get caught up in having to prove something, that was my ego shining through in a way Absolutely. that I didn't need it to. <laughs> totally, totally. Yes. And then when it's undefined, so it's white, that means that, um, you feel like you're always trying to prove to other people. So kind of like what you just said, it's like, Oh, you know, I'm only going to commit to this because I need to follow through. I need to prove it to somebody else. Um, or I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Um, and what these people really want to do is, is step away and, and know that you have nothing to prove to anybody else and really, the more that you show up in your most authentic self, it will just be very natural, not out of like a commitment to something. Mm, Yeah. I love it. And then below that, we have your solar plexus, which for you, this is your authority. So this is how you make decisions. Um, For anyone else that has this defined, it will also be your authority. So anytime that this is filled in, that this is defined, it becomes your authority for the solar plexus. Is that what makes me a generator? No. So that would be the next part. Oh, okay. So <laughs> jumping ahead. <laughs> um, you kind of have like double duty here with your type and with your energy centers defined. So with your authority and then being a generator with your sacral. 
Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, with this defined, this is like you're in an emotional wave all the time. So you have highs, you have lows, you're constantly riding this wave every single day in life. Yeah. And for this, you're just highly emotional. And a lot of people, this is where I find a lot of conditioning takes place because people will tell other people that are emotional, um, you know, you're too emotional or you're too dramatic or like, calm down. Like, what are you so worried about? Or what's wrong now? And then they start to feel really shamed for these emotions. And literally in your body, you're meant to be feeling a heightened experience every single day. And it's important for you to remember that there's no reason for that, right? Nothing's causing it. Nothing's creating it. It just is what it is. And to ride through that wave. You also don't want to be making your decisions in a wave. So in um, a heightened emotion, you want to wait till you feel that cool, calm state. And then you're going to tap into um, your sacral, which is next, which is your life force and your energy. So for you, it's that uh uh-huh and that uh uh-uh. So the yes and the no. So full body yes, full body no. Um, And after you come to a stable clear place, then you will tap into this. Any generator and manifesting generator has this define. And this will feel really exciting for you if it's a yes. And it will feel really like, ooh, like kind of make you sick. No, if it's a no. Yeah. So yes, no questions is very important here. So do you like pizza? Uh 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 Uh-huh. Do you like public speaking? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what you're going to be tapping into. I love that. And it's so true. And I also, it's so cool that like for me, when I listen to those yeses and nos, then I legitimately feel my solar plexus in everything that I do. Like it feels like energy right in that area, in my kind of stomach area of like, yes, I, I feel like I'm in the vortex. Like as uh, (laughs) Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks always say like, are you in the vortex? I'm like, yeah, I can actually genuinely feel it when I wake up. I know what kind of day it's going to be because of that. And I do my best every morning to feel it before I start my day because it changes the trajectory of my whole day. Yes. I love that. And and your sacral is meant to give you more energy. So when you're saying "Uh uh-huh to things and really lit up and in that vortex, you will have more energy to be doing those things. Like you, you just are like nonstop and like obsessed and like, yes, yes, yes. Yes. And that's, and that's the generators kind of definition, right? That you are, you know, if you are a generator, you're just able to go and go and go and go as long as it's the things that are right. (laughs) Exactly. And if they're like, I should do this and it's actually a no when you're doing it, you will feel burnt out and exhausted and frustrated. So that's your biggest cue. And I think it's so interesting. I've, you know, I've said this with the adrenal repair program and all the talks about adrenals. It's like, it's so noticeable when somebody keeps hitting those horrible dysfunction, can't get out of bed, need a lot of coffee, right? Like it is so important to, of course, get your body to a place of balance, but ultimately it is what you're saying yes and no to every day. And usually we just have so many layers of like the conditioning that you're talking about that don't allow us to see clearly the things right in front of us that we have told ourselves are supposed to happen, but they are telling our body and our body is saying, actually, no, it's not. And it just takes so much digging to start to know, oh, that actually is something I need to stop. And I mean, the best example for me was um, my types of workouts. I mean, I was a psycho workouter for, with CrossFit competing for so long. And then I realized I'm doing this because of my ego. 
check your ego. (laughs) And all of a sudden my body started to heal. And it was just, it's a lot of, a lot of digging, but that's why this work and these types of conversations and the work you do is just so important. You just need those guide lights, guiding lights to just say you are, even though this is hard and the digging is rough, like there is an end to it. And the results are so profound if you do the work. Yeah, totally. And imagine you knew that before, right? Like imagine you wouldn't have to go down that road of like hitting, you know, that burnout and having all the fatigue. Like you wouldn't have to do that if we're just aware of what's correct for us. It's so powerful. (laughs) Yeah. And so speaking of that, like if you're a projector and you, or any other type that doesn't have this defined, then you don't have the endless energy like generators or manifesting Mm -hmm. generators. So really to be careful because since you guys make up most of our population, we are all conditioned that we should be doing more and we should be working harder and that you should have the energy to be doing all of the things. But in reality, not all people do. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And you, cause you are a projector, correct? Yeah. And yeah. so is Bradford. And it's so powerful because it's like, yes, take care of you. And then you crush when you do take care of you, you have three to four hours where you're like, I am amazing. <laughs> like this, <Yes>. is, <laughs> this is such good work. You can get so much done in three to four hours. And then the trick that I, even with him, it's like, yes, if you are in this pattern where you're like, I should go, 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 go. Or even my pattern where I'm just go, 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 go. It's like that will completely trash you. I mean, it just, it feels exhausting and horrible and you feel like you're flawed. And that's what this is so cool. I mean, any personality test, this is about teaching you, you are not flawed. You are not broken. You are just different. And that's the best thing about it. I just love it so much. Yes. And like you said, like once you know who you are and how to operate, you access all of your power. And it's like, yeah, those three to four hours are so powerful. They are so productive. They are so focused and you can just accomplish so much in that time. Whereas spending an entire day doing a million and one things. And then you're like, I got nothing done and I'm exhausted. (laughs) Can I ask you a question on that? Because I know there's going to be projectors listening to this. How do you let go of the guilt of that for somebody that that is our society and our culture, your business owner, your mom, your successful. How did it, how did you go about learning? Was it truly probably human design, but also how did we stop the guilt that comes with less effort to really make the effort more worth it? Oh, that's such a good question. And it's really an experiment and it's really getting those results when you start to step into it and notice that like, wow, I can do less and I can be focused and I can have a lot of success in the way that I'm doing it. And when it comes from you understanding yourself and you playing with this and starting to see I always tell my clients that you're going to go through an experience where you go back, you revert back to your old ways. And that experience will be the biggest eye opener for you to be like, oh my gosh, like I can't ever do that again, you know? So it's, it's experiencing both sides of it where you're stepping into your design and operating in the most aligned, correct way for you and starting to see those aligned results follow. And then all of a sudden having that experience where you go back to your old ways and you're like, whoa, that is horrible. I can't operate like that. Like, absolutely no. Yes. I've experienced that even as a generator being like, I'm generating because with the shoulds, I should be doing this, should be doing this, should be doing this. I mean, the amount of stuff, and this really just happened, Amy, like 2020 or sorry, 2019, it was like 2018 was 
I felt on top of the world. And then it was 2019 being like, oh, this is catching up. I have to do some, I got to go inward. Like there's got to be internal work that I do because I can't sustain this, nor do I want to. Mm -hmm. And then every time I catch myself going back into those patterns, oh my God, it's like the pendulum swing is so much more drastic. (laughs) Yes. Right. And you catch yourself though. You're like, whoa, awareness. And then you can stop yourself. So yeah, it's the conditioning and it's really working through it. And then noticing those aligned results that follow when you do do the things that are right for you. And it goes outward, right? Like it comes from you, but then your partners are happily affected. Your children, you know, you're showing up in your highest frequency of yourself. And when you start to experience that, it really takes away the shame and guilt because you're like, whoa, there's nothing to be guilty about, about um, operating in my most aligned way because everybody else is benefiting from that. Mm, I love that. And then when you look at projectors and kind of like how you take rest or how you really make sure that those three to four hours, what does your day look like? Or what are some tips that you help people with, right? Because generators, if they're, it's really getting them into a place where they are tuned in and saying yes to the right stuff. And then it's kind of like, those opportunities are going to come right to them. Um, But for you, what's your day look like where you're like, yes, I can three to four days working. Where do you kind of, whether it's self-care or other things that kind of help you get out of that guilt cycle? Yeah. So it's really important to remember that it's different for everyone. And I am a huge believer of your business working for you, not you working for your business. So it's going to look different for everyone. I have three kids um, and that they are not my work, right? So it's very important to differentiate between what your work is versus what your life is. Um, So for me, it's showing up in my business with the correct invitation. So what is really correct for me to be doing? Um, Where am I actually feeling my most purpose and most purposeful? Um, The way that my days operate is I take one to two calls um, around three, three days a week. And then I have those other days completely open that I'm with my kids and just doing that. And then small bouts of work throughout those days. So maybe responding to clients or creating some content or doing a video but it's not, I I don't have a full day of work. Um, And if somebody is in the nine to five and they're a projector, what you're going to want to be doing is implementing um, times where you completely break, you completely turn off, whether that means going for a a walk throughout your day to move energy through your body, whether that means meditating, whether that means just driving silently in your car to to from work, it's just really tuning out and, um, or napping. Um, It's just those restful moments where you're tapping back into yourself to re-energize. I love that. And I, I wanted to give that example when we were talking before about being a generator and how frustrating it can be. Like the, what are they? So frustration, what would that name be? I I saw that with generator. Yeah. So you're not self-theme. So everyone has a not self-theme where you're out of alignment and you have an emotion that comes in. So for generators and manifesting generators, it's frustration. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, it was so powerful to feel, you know, I feel like I should write a book and I felt that forever. And I wrote three book proposals. And then as soon as I realized like everything in my notebooks and everything I'd been writing, that was my book. It literally just sat in my lap exactly as everything as a generator does. And I put it together and I'm launching a book and it was the most effortless, like meant to be beautiful collision. And I'm just so grateful for those no's, those rejections of those book proposals Mm -hmm. and getting my heart 
quote unquote broken and being like, oh, I feel like a failure. It's like, no, they were really no's and you weren't willing to say it or feel it. And so the universe did it for, for me. And it's just so powerful because it's when those happen, when those tap in, it's the flow that everyone's talks about. It's the energy. That's just like, it just happened. Well, how did it happen? You, you did the work, you found out what you were doing. That was the shoulds and the ego and the other things that you might have out of alignment with these open and undefined. And I God, it's just so cool. What's your, what is your emotion for um, a projector? Um, so it would be bitterness. So anytime we're feeling bitter, which for myself, when I found that out, I was like, yes, like I have <laughs> associated so much of being like, I just feel bitter right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. And then if you're a manifester, it would be anger. Mm. And then yeah. the reflector is the last one, correct? Yeah. So reflectors are super, super rare. So only 1% of the population. And with them, they're going to feel like this, um, this like dissatisfaction. So all of a sudden they're like, ooh, like they feel antsy. They feel anxiety. They feel like dissatisfied in life. And that's going to be like their cue that things are not right and that they need to be in a very different environment. I feel like everyone is going to f- have their life changed when they find out what they are. But also I feel like reflectors probably get their life changed the most. <laughs> mm, yes. Big time. They just, like you said, they take everything on. Yeah. They are completely open. So they have no defined centers. So their environment, the people that they're around, they, they can either be thriving and doing so incredible or the complete op- opposite, depending on their environment and the people that they surround themselves with. So it is so important for them to, to understand who they are and how they operate in the world. Wow. And then on this chart, um, the numbers on the left, the numbers on the right, does that, re- is that really important? What yeah. are what are those representing? Yeah. So first of all, we have two centers that we didn't finish. So we have the spleen, which is your intuition. So if that's defined for you, you're going to be very intuitive for yourself, like that deep knowing of trusting yourself and knowing what it is. If it's undefined, you're going to um, have more intuition about other people, but not what's healthy and safe for you. Um, And then the root center. So this is like your drive, your ambition, also stress and adrenaline and worry, um, and even potential depression. So it's, it's like really like you can be very powerful and handle a lot and take on a lot or the opposite where you feel like you, um, you can't take on anything and like everything is very overwhelming. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. So the numbers on the side, so we have a red side and then we have a black side. Your red side is all the unconscious self. Um, so the part of your design, which was created before you were even born. Um, and all of this is, is basically, um, associating with your chart. And like you can see in the chart, all these little numbers, and these are channels, um, which are other, which is like a much deeper layer of energy in your body, which, um, which you can tap into and be really aware of too and utilize. Um, but they are basically telling us if it's our unconscious state or the black, our conscious state. So like more of our personality that we're aware of. Um, so the energy that's going on unconsciously in us and the energy that we're holding consciously in ourselves. Oh, this is so rad. I just, <laughs> and then the I, arrows. So something really cool that, um, that I want to mention about you too. So we have our unconscious arrows and our conscious arrows, and they're pointing either left or right. If you're oh. looking at your body graph and for you, all of yours are pointing to the right. So that means that your natural state, natural flow is actually very feminine. 
So the more that you can step into your femininity and like not have like so much, you know, heavy heaviness and structure and masculine energy, the more that you can step into that, that feminine flow, the happier you will be. Yes. This is literally last night. (laughs) I just was dancing in my room with incense and sage and just being like, oh my God, I love this. And it, and it instantly triggers, you know, pages and pages of ideas. It's just so cool. It's so amazing. Uh, I love it. I love it too. Okay. So Amy Alchurch, I am in your Facebook group and I want everyone listening to also be in your Facebook group. Um, you, you do Facebook lives that really are okay to just learn more. Right. So that's, I love that. That's what I just want people to tap into because this is a rabbit hole and it can be so important. So step one, join Amy's Facebook group. It's linked below. Um, you offer all the way up from, you know, kind of, you have a new projector one coming, right? Yeah. So yeah, inside my group, it's aligned by design and it's literally just learning. So you have so much information that you can be taking in, asking questions, myself and my team go through and answer your questions to the best that we can. And it's really like the space for you to understand yourself more. Um, and yeah, sorry, and go ahead. no, it's, and that's, what's so needed is like, everyone's going to listen to this and be like, Oh my God, I need everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Dive in, dive in you guys. Um, and then from there, um, so I, yeah, I have the projector power paradigm, which will be launching again in October. And this is for projectors to really understand themselves and to step into their power and to see who they are and utilize it because we are just so, um, we undervalue ourselves. And when you can own your power as a projector, you are just, shining that light so bright and can help so many people. So that will be launching in October. And then something for manifesting generators will be coming out soon too. And then I have other higher levels where you can work with me one-to-one and we go into all of this and access your power so that you step out in the most amount of alignment and your energy just feels on point and you are accomplishing all of the things that you want to be accomplishing in business and life. And it just feels good. Oh, I love it. And we met with Dr. Rachel, who is a, is she a manifest generator? Is generator. Like yeah. Okay, cool. And then the via, I guess, technically via through Mel. So through yes. um, Mel, who's been on the podcast as well. Is, oh, she, is she, I'm guessing she's a manifester. Um, she's a manifesting generator. So <laughs> all of you guys. Yes. I love all of you, Rachel. Melody, amazing. Um, and yeah, you guys have so much energy. Um, Dr. Rachel has more open centers. So with her line of work too, it's just so important for those boundaries and for her to be taking care of herself, which she does so beautifully. Yes. Um, and Melanie just has that magical spark, which is so the manifesting generator. So yeah. <sighs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> I can't wait. I really appreciate this, Amy. This has been so rad. I just love the work that you're doing and I'm really glad we connected. And I just am definitely adding this on top, like this and Enneagram together. This yeah. is therapy. This is truly <laughs> transformative because we live in a, in a world where again, people just feel like they don't fit in the right box and it's just total bullshit and I'm sick of it. So this is another amazing way to tap into what your gifts are, what your skills are and how you can become more and more light and not have to dim it because you're trying to be somebody else. So I just can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you. And to trust yourself, you guys trust yourself, you know it. And once you understand your design, you'll be like, that's why it made so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much, Amy. I really appreciate this. I love this talk.